Hey everybody, I'm Eric. This is Today I Watched 2018 Week 27. And in this week, I watched Monday Night Raw 1310, uh, SmackDown Live episode 985, 205 Live episode 84, NXT episode 457, and Main Event episode 300. Most importantly, however, I flew out to San Francisco to attend the G1 special at the Cow Palace. And, oh my, it was, it was awesome. It was so awesome. I'm going to mostly be talking about that in this episode because I didn't take notes on anything this week because I watched most of it while I was driving across the country. We, uh, we ended last weekend, and it was... I, I say ended the weekend because it was Sunday. On Sunday, we were in Riverside, California. The next night, a drum corps show in Phoenix, or rather Mesa, Arizona. Um, so that was quite the drive there. Um, I think it was like 400 miles. So it wasn't crazy, but it was a show day followed by another show day. So I only got a, a handful of sleep. And uh, I, I can fit about two hours of sleep in a hand, so not that much. Uh, and then we headed across to New Mexico, uh, Tucumcari, more specifically. Uh, a huge influence on um, on cars as far as the uh, location. There's uh, Mount Tucumcari that uh, appears in that film series. I have only seen like the first movie once, maybe. So I'm not. I'm. I'm just trusting from uh, secondary sources that all of this is true. Um, and and I've been to the to Cars Land or whatever they call it at Disneyland, California Adventure. Um, and it did. There are some spots that looked exactly like uh, like that place. Um. So we we had a rehearsal day there, and then it was a that was like five hundred and seventy miles or something like that. Part of it was through some mountains, so I made it just in time, just in time, because the there are rules for how how much you can drive as far as the uh, United States Department of Transportation is concerned, and uh, it's eleven hours within a fourteen hour period. Um, once you go on duty, that 14 hour timer starts, um, that, that part wasn't an issue at all. Um, it was, um, the, the actual driving hours, the 11 hours of driving. I finished with about eight minutes remaining. I got to our next, uh, housing site there. Uh, got some good sleep. Luckily, despite the, the fear of scorpions in the school, I only saw one scorpion, and it was in the hallway. It was squished, but apparently in one of the other classrooms, because um, uh, uh, a lot of the drivers we uh, we get empty classrooms. Uh, by empty, I mean there's no people in there, not necessarily no no stuff in there, and no <laughs> and definitely not necessarily no scorpions in there. Um, but I guess one of the other classrooms they they killed a, a couple of scorpions like right when they got there. Luckily. The room I was in, completely empty, very clean, um, no no sign of scorpions at all. 
And uh, if any of them did attack me while I was asleep, I didn't notice, and they made a clean escape. So um, congratulations to them. Um, uh, from there, it was about 400 miles to Wichita, Kansas. Um, that drive uh, went very well. Um, no big deal at all. Uh, and then uh, the most – actually, it, w- it wasn't that, that bad of a drive um, – here either even though it was significantly longer distance than the drive to new mexico but it was uh, about 640 miles from wichita to minneapolis minnesota and uh i pulled i pulled through i got there in plenty of time and uh actually i i took a little bit extra time at the end to to run some errands while i was still able to drive around and uh, take care of some business before I uh, I left uh, later that day. It was Thursday. Got a hotel for an early morning Friday flight. I uh, got came home for just a little bit, and then early Saturday morning flew out to San Francisco for the G one special. So uh, <laughs> it was a it was a heck of a heck of a week. I'm most proud of having been able to do it without any caffeine because um, I, I cut out caffeine from my diet completely. Weaned myself off it a little bit, then go straight straight off of it because that is usually awful. Even weaning off of it is pretty awful. But um, uh, over a month now, and uh, I thought, well, if, if things are getting really rough, I might have to resort to it. But I made it through every single one of those drives. Um, maybe got a little bit sleepy a, a couple of times, but it it wasn't nearly as bad as a lot of the times when I have had lots of energy drinks and stuff like that. So um, I think the key to it was, well, just to be in the zone, get in the mindset of, all right, it's drive time. You got to get there. And having that ticking clock helps a little bit as well. Um, and, uh, also apples, got lots of apples. Also every drive, I got some hard boiled eggs from, um, pilot or flying J, um, which may not be the the most high quality eggs or whatnot, but they're already hard boiled. They're in a pouch with the goopy mess around them. Um, but they're, they're still pretty good, good, good protein source, I'd say. And I think that and the apples definitely got me through all of that all of that week of driving um so uh yeah i watched all these shows while i was driving um primarily that drive to um um i think i watched most of them on that drive from uh new mexico to wichita um and then like nxt the next night but uh so I, I didn't take notes. So I I kind of remember stuff that have happened. Um, Kevin Owens on Raw fought Braun Strowman in the main event and uh, got trapped in a porta potty, and Braun Strowman threw that off of a stage. We also had a great tag team match between um, Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns going up against Team Double D, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. I enjoyed that. Um, and uh, Kurt A- Curtis Axel defeated Matt Hardy again. 
Um, over the weekend, Bray Wyatt had sustained a, an injury in a car accident. He's okay now. I believe he's already back in action, so that that's good. But it was not the it was not the last injury of the week. Oh my goodness! There's been at least eight injuries this week across everywhere. Um, so uh, yeah, that that's it, it's good to, to hear that Bray Wyatt is all right. Um, cause we gotta get that match at extreme rules, B team versus eaters of worlds, the leaders of worlds and the B team's going to win. Maybe, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> what else happened on there? Uh, I can't even remember anything else. I would, so we'll move on to SmackDown. Um, oh, Kane and Daniel Bryan faced the Usos in the main events, and if the Usos won, they would have earned a spot in the championship match at Extreme Rules, but they did not win. So it is still a one-on-one, uh, -on -one, or rather two-on-two, -two, uh, regular tag match at Extreme Rules. Oh, uh, Alexa Bliss, over on Raw, Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax will be an Extreme Rules match, and uh, Ronda Rousey will be at ringside. Uh, apparently so uh some shenanigans are going to take place perhaps ronda will cost alexa the title um to pay her back for uh alexa costing her her opportunity um and then we'll get ronda rousey versus alexa bliss at summer summer slam no ronda rousey versus nia Jax at summer no i don't what where is this going i don't know okay um over on SmackDown, we had uh, Asuka face James Ellsworth. Um, it, it, it was a double countout. So next week, we're going to get a, a rematch. This is v very strange stuff going on here. But we will have Asuka versus Carmella at Money... Not Money in the Bank. At Extreme Rules. And uh, Asuka's got to win. Come on. Come on. And then we can have Asuka versus Charlotte's rematch at, at SummerSlam. Or... What I would prefer, even more than that, Asuka versus Becky Lynch at SummerSlam. But uh, we can all just keep hoping for that. More likely, Becky Lynch may hopefully get a shot at, um, at Hell in a Cell or TLC. Um, TLC, if you remember two years ago, is where um, uh, Becky Lynch lost the SmackDown Women's Championship to Alexa Bliss. So it would be nice, I think, if she won the championship at TLC um, to, to kind of bookend it and start a new book and book beginning it. Um, bookends refers to the, 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 the shelf, shelving units, not the actual end of a book. Uh, let's see, what else is going on at SmackDown? I don't remember. So let's talk about 205 Live. We had the return, the glorious return of Noam Dar. He uh, absolutely destroyed TJ Perkins, or sorry, TJP, um, within mere moments of entering the ring. And I am super excited to see the, 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 the Scottish Supernova take over the division. Um, uh, it, can he defeat Cedric Alexander? Well... Perhaps not, but I, I, I'll, I'll enjoy seeing him go, go after it. Um, 
uh, it was pointed out on Reddit. Uh, there's a thread that uh, Cedric Alexander has been undefeated in 2018 so far. And the last time he uh, lost a match, he wasn't actually pinned in it. It was a multi-man match in December. And then the last time he was actually pinned was back in September or something like that. So that is pretty awesome. I mean, when you have the best, arguably the best finisher in all of wrestling, I think it, it makes some sense that you're going to take care of business and destroy everybody. Um, I'm talking, of course, about the Lombard check. Best finisher ever. Or, or one of them. One of them. I can't think of anything specifically that's better that I like more. Um, so, uh, that brings us to, there was another match right before that. I don't remember what it, I don't remember what it was though. Um, it was probably, it was probably pretty good. We, we got a break from, uh, Lucha House Party and their, uh, their opponents this week. So that opening match, I believe was... I don't even remember. I think it was like Tony Nice and uh, was it Tony Nice versus Akira Tozawa? It may have been. It might have been exactly that. Um, okay, so that brings us to the main event of Two Hundred Five Live, which was freaking awesome. You gotta go watch Justice. If you watch only one thing from WWE this week, watch this match. It was a no disqualification match between Mustafa Ali. And Buddy Murphy. Um, I, oh, I don't even remember which one of them won. I think Mustafa Ali won. But just watch. It's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. There's so much awesome stuff. There's like this out of nowhere Spanish fly onto the friggin' announcer's table. It was ridiculous. Um, and all, all kinds of other great stuff. Go watch it. Go watch it. It's great. And that brings us to NXT episode, whatever episode that was. I lost the page that I had the episode numbers on. Um, NXT 457 from July 4th, 2018. Oh, I we didn't go to... I was, I was driving all of the evening of July 4th all the way into the past sun, sunrise the next morning. Um, so I didn't get to see a single um, fireworks show, like from beginning to end or anything like that. But I did drive through Kansas City, not Kansas City, Kansas City, was it? Yeah, yeah, did drive through Kansas City as um, many fireworks were going off. And then there were uh, before and after that, there were quite a few fireworks as well. So it was, it was like I saw a little bit of like 20 fireworks shows. And it was pretty cool. So over on NXT, we opened with Dakota Kai versus Santana Garrett. And Dakota Kai won. Um, I like this match a lot. Mostly because I like Dakota Kai, um, all of her matches. Um, and then we also had, um, let's see, a, a single match with uh, Otis Dozovich versus, where is he fighting who was he fighting oh yeah that's right it was supposed to be a tag team match but because uh something happened to tucky 
at the Performance Center, Tucker Knight. Um, it was a two-on-one handicap match. And the Mighty won. They defeated Otis Dozovich. Well, they had the advantage, obviously. Um, let's see. We had... What else did we have? We had uh, Chris Dijak versus Velveteen Dream. But the Dream won. But that did not discourage Dijak. Um, so it, it, it was a pretty, it was a pretty good match. Um, it's, uh, to go from all of Velveteen Dreams, like super personality based storylines and then just straight into this match with no buildup at all. It's, uh, you know, it's, it, it, it's nothing to be too excited about, but it was still, uh, it was still pretty fun to watch. Um, and then the main event of the night was Johnny Gargano versus EC3. Um, let's see who, who won that? Yeah. Johnny Gargano won. Um, it was, I, I think it was pretty good. I don't really remember a whole lot about it. Um, it seems a a little bit like we're, uh, we're killing some time before the next NXT championship match and, uh, whatever happened next with, uh, with the, um, undisputed era. Um, so yeah, this is a pretty good episode, um, but not like a, a must see episode like some of them have been in the recent, in the recent past. Um, it turns out that, uh, only Lorcan is injured, um, his orbital socket fracture or something like that. Um, some other injuries that happened, uh, too, at the Madison Square Garden show on Saturday. Um, we had Fandango, um, get an injury that he's out for like six months or so. And, uh, Bobby Roode also got injured. So two of the three winners of last week's main event match, main event, the TV show, not the, uh, main event of Raw. But uh, two, three, two of those three got got hurt this week. That's that's a shame. Um, so that just leaves Prince Pretty, Tyler Breeze. Um, hopefully he can find something to do. Maybe he'll uh, have a temporary um, alliance with uh, No Way Jose. Get in on that conga line action. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, this match. Was that a match? No, that wasn't an actual match this week. Okay. Anyway, let's talk about let's talk about the G one special. Um, I I am a little bit tired, so I'm losing my train of thought a little bit. But uh, let's just go match by match. Um, all of them were were worth checking out. I, the the first half of the show was very very fun lots of comedy type stuff i i felt uh we had the the one tag team match um oh where was it where was it where was it oh uh i'll talk i'll talk about that it was only the second match on the card so uh, we'll get to it. So we started out with a ten-man uh, tag team match: Bullet Club versus Chaos, and uh, Bullet Club won. Um, 
and uh yeah there's some good stuff in there um i there's so many guys in there and i'm not familiar with like any of them um that's uh i couldn't i couldn't tell you specifics about the match but it it was fun lots of uh lots of chaos and bullet club uh me lots of chaos um next we had tomohiro ishii and uh toru yano versus minoru suzuki and zack saber jr um i i like all of these guys a lot all four of them were so much fun to watch in here um there was this uh there was this moment early in the match when um Ishii and Suzuki were just trading fists, just hitting each other back and forth, and we it got an eruption of cheers and then it died down. They're still going at it, and then an eruption of laughter that they're still doing it. Um that was like such a simple moment like you get that kind of reaction without like doing flips off of ladders and stuff like that not to say i don't appreciate flips off of ladders and stuff but um i don't think that these guys were risking um uh, going to a hospital with uh with that moment but uh anyway uh chaos won this match um i forget how the match ended but they <laughs> yano was flabbergasted that they won he was <laughs> the expression on his face and his body language was 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 fantastic i really enjoyed it um oh he's he's so much fun to watch i like him a lot um but uh, i mean if everybody wrestled like that then it would then it would be weird but uh with just him being being silly and all that i i like it uh, next up, we had a special tag team match. Bullet Clubs, Hangman Page, and Marty Skrull defeated Toguchi Japan's Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kushida. Um, uh, this match also had a lot of crowd work type stuff. Um, uh, funny, funny bits. And uh, I had a really good time. I can't remember anything um, specific about the match it was uh just you know general enjoyable type of stuff uh then we had the a singles match for the never open weight championship uh champion hiroki goto defeated jeff cobb the crowd was so into jeff cobb oh man uh, like i was getting way into it like it, it he could he could win this thing um and there were a couple of close calls, but, uh, he did not succeed in the end. Um, I think that there was a, no, this is the last match before the intermission. So we had the, uh, the tag team match for the IWGP tag team championship. Uh, the young bucks, newly crowned champions as of dominion, uh, defended against Sonata and evil, who they won the champions from at Dominion. And this, uh, basically this match onward, you got to watch this whole half of the show. The first half of the show is a lot of fun, but um, nothing like mind-blowing, super memorable uh, um, 
stunts or anything like that. Uh, but this match to the end, it's so good. So good. Uh, Young Bucks won. They are still the champions. And that was uh, pretty pretty exciting. But if <laughs> I, I would totally be happy with, with just seeing these two teams go at it again and again and again and again until the end of time. Or until Sonata and Evil can win the championships back. Um, up next, we had another special tag team match. From Chaos, we had Okada and Osprey. And they defeated Naito and Bushi. Um, I can't remember anything really specifically from this match. I did enjoy it a lot. Um, I I wasn't really invested in which which of uh, the teams would win or who on which team would make the win. But uh, it was still a lot of fun to watch because nothing was on the line. Um, and I don't know, really know the history b- between all these guys um, very much. And that that's another thing about these shows is that I'm only like a little bit familiar with everybody. And only a couple of people do I actually know what all of their signature and finishing moves are. So when I'm watching these matches... I don't know. I have no idea if somebody just hit their finisher or something like that. Um, and uh, e- even then, it it seems like it it doesn't happen as often that their quote unquote finisher is what actually finishes the matches. There's a lot of kind of out of nowhere. Um, so a combination of those two things make the predictions these matches a lot less predictable um, for me. And uh, it was very, very exciting. Um, I like I liked Okada's balloons. That was fun. I from where I where, from where I was, I couldn't see that there were happy there were smiley faces drawn on the balloons. Um, so that just adds even more. Um, going back and seeing um, like gifts and stuff and clips from from the night is is pretty cool. Um, after this match, I sent a message to Matt. This, that uh, I was really glad that less people were landing on their necks than in Long Beach. And uh, I, I spoke too soon. I spoke exactly too soon because this next match was very bad in that regard. It was an awesome match, but the number of times both of these guys just landed straight on their heads or like sideways on their neck stuff like that and then specifically this one move which uh oh yeah the the match is Hiromu Takahashi versus Dragon Lee this is for the uh IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship um I don't remember the name of this move Uh, everybody's talking about it so you won't have any problem finding more information about it um but at being there live and seeing it happen it was like oh that ow that looks really painful um is uh it was like a dragon suplex or something like that um and uh dragon lee performed on um takahashi and he uh instead of getting him all the way over so he landed like on his shoulders and then continue rolling through um, he landed like in exactly the same position as he was like at the top 
of the suplex. So like right on his head with his body still backwards from his the rest of him. What am I trying to say? No, it, with his body still um, towards towards Lee. So like all of his weight was still coming tor- forwards towards his. It it was bad, um, but he still finished the match. So I thought, as I was watching it, I was like, okay, he's okay, at least. But uh, he got rushed to the hospital soon after. Uh, we would all later find out and uh hopefully it's uh as good of an outlook as a broken freaking neck can be um because he's been putting on such awesome matches and uh it would be a shame um for him not to be able to do that anymore but uh either way it's it's probably gonna be a while um and so i guess we'll see what what happens with the championship because he won the match he retained the championship but if he's um out recovering for a long time um that they might have to do something something about uh about the championship um the 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 most unexpectedly moving on to the next match the most unexpectedly exciting awesome match United States Heavyweight Championship, defended by Jay White, challenged by Juice Robinson. Um, I'm only, I'm like super not familiar with Juice Robinson at all, but uh, the video package before this match got me like almost completely on board with him. And then when the match itself actually started, it's like, okay, I like this guy. Everybody in the arena, except for the two girls sitting next to me were going wild for juice robinson they these girls loved jay white and they were very 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 devastated by the result of this match and anytime it was a close call they're like oh no no while everybody else was like yeah um but yeah this match was was super fun to watch and super brutal jay white is just want to punch him um and then there was the whole thing with the so many of the barricades just get got flung around all of that it's like man so much so much more could have gone wrong with with just those barricades going and uh in the in the final match one of the barricades just nails the announcer like right in the leg like oh that's hope he's okay um but yeah this uh jay jay white goes for what i assume is his finisher um and uh juice he 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 reverses it into a roll-up and wins and it was amazing it was like the most exciting moment that i've uh they've been there for a live match so far um and it was like the perfect it was it was pretty much a, a picture perfect reversal out, out of that it was great i loved it um so i'm looking forward to to seeing juice robinson defend this championship against whoever he goes against and i'm also looking forward to seeing jay white do whatever he does next 
because I hate him and it's great. Um, and that brings us to the main event. It was was great. Um, where to even start? Um, I mean, it wasn't, you can compare it to all kinds of other Kenny Omega matches. Um, if you do that, then it, you know, it's, 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 it's still pretty good, but you know, it's not top tier or anything, but for what it was, which was the, well, it was a championship match. First of all, it was Kenny Omega's first defense of the IWGP heavyweight championship. Um, but also this was like for the fight for leadership of bullet club. Um, they had fought previously at Supercard of honor um back in april and uh cody won and then here we are kenny omega is the champion in this match and uh he ends up winning but uh not without a great great deal of efforts put in by cody um the the latter stuff the latter stuff oh my gosh like that was the be- that was uh, I wasn't even thinking of them going the opposite way because they had the table set up outside of the ring and uh, Cody had the, the, the ladder set up like right at the edge and it seemed like that was so that they could get the perfect angle onto that table and they're up there they're about to do this, this superplex out to the out to that table and then it goes the other way instead which is oh it's kind of a relief it's very much a relief because if they went to the outside with that oh i think one of them could have could have died um but there was all that there was uh all kinds of teases with that table outside and then ultimately kenny omega power bombs him over the ropes to the outside into that table and then it and it doesn't break he like hits it a little bit too short and it slides out from under him. He's thud right into the ground. Oh my God. That looked painful. Um, but, uh, that was another thing when the, the young bucks are trying to get that ladder out of there. Um, after it was used, cause, uh, there's no reason for it to be there. Um, and it needed to be out of the way for that big power bomb table thing. But, uh, it was uh it was it was a, it was clumsy a little bit and uh it seemed like somebody was was about to get hurt mainly like a, a nearby audience member or something they just flung it out or the thing so uh that had me the most worried about anything in this match but uh Kenny just hits Cody with so many knees um and uh, finally hits the one-winged angel and and wins the match. So Kenny successfully defends his championship. Um, Cody is defeated. He's he's lost his claim to to Bullet Club if he even had one. But uh, yeah, they they go up the ramp. The elite go up the ramp, um, and uh, they're greeted by uh, the OG Bullet Club. Um, they're at the top. They're all celebrating together. Um, they're facing towards the camera. Uh, OGBC is behind the elite 
And just as just as I was thinking, oh, what a nice ending! It Bullet Club is fine. They attack and attack and attack and beat everybody, and everybody who comes out to help gets beat down as well. Um, man, great turn. Um, uh, it did seem to go on a, a really long time, um, cause there's a lot of waiting between each new person coming out to help. And then we had Cody come out and it's like, they, they hand him a chair offering him the opportunity to smash it into Kenny's face, but instead he attacks them and, uh, he, he, he looks like he was about to hit C- Kenny after he hit them with the chair. So I'm, I'm guessing we might find out more about that on, on being the elite sometime soon. But uh, he doesn't hit Kenny with the chair. He, he gets attacked because he attacked them. And uh, everybody's laid out this new... This new sub-faction of Bullet Club has been... Um, has been solidified and uh, I'm, I'm very interested to see where things go from here so uh, I'm, I'm really glad that I went out for this show I, I got there really really early my flight landed at like 10 a.m. No, 8 a.m. 10 a.m.? 8 a.m. 9 a.m.? Anyway, <laughs> the point... It, it was 10 a.m. Um, and uh, I got some food to eat beforehand across the street. Uh, but there was a good four hours before I even got to... Before the doors even opened. Um, that I was sitting outside. I was like sixth in line. Just sitting there. Checking stuff on my phone, playing some WWE Supercard on my phone. Um, and it was during that time I was like, oh man, this is like, I'm so tired already. So much flying around. Is this going to be worth it? But why did I even question it? It absolutely was worth it. This is the most worth it um, travel, like a single day of travel. Because um, the NXT TakeOver weekends have... have at, absolutely been worth it um but as far as like single day trips this is uh this is far better than any of any of those non-nxt pay-per-view weekends and uh and also was was way better than uh the the show in long beach um back in february or march whenever that was um so uh yeah i'm i am really looking forward to the the shows they've announced for september and november um they have i don't remember the names of the shows but they're all at the uh walter pyramid in long beach so i know exactly what to do like the plan for how to get there and uh, i'm probably just gonna fly straight into long beach this time i'm not gonna mess with the terror of lax but um i i really want to go to those shows especially the november show because it's two days and that makes the that makes the trip even more worth it um but the other one i'll probably do uh combine it with the disneyland day again 
Oh no, the, the Pixar Pavilion is open, but I won't be able to get out there for Pixar Fest, which ends September 3rd. So that's a little bit of a shame. This show is like September 15th, I think. Um, no, September later than that. Anyway, um, so uh, yeah, I I I do have a subscription to New Japan Pro Wrestling World now. Um, I haven't really watched a whole lot on it. I got it to watch Dominion, but uh, I think I might go back and watch uh, past events. And we have the G One Climax um, coming up. It uh, takes place starting July 14th. Um, so I, I'm, I'm going to try to follow that um, as much as I can. Because uh, there's, there, there's some good matchups. Some pretty, pretty good matchup, matchups going on there. So that's, that's it. Go check, go check out this show. It's on New Japan Pro World Wrestling. No, New Japan Pro Wrestling what am i saying njpw worlds um i believe it's it is now available up on there um it aired live on axis um but uh from all the comments online i haven't watched one of those axis um broadcasts yet and a couple of clips i've i've seen with uh with jr and what's his name not 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 terribly exciting on the commentary front um and i think uh in the future i i may just watch all of it with the japanese commentary even though i won't understand any of it um but like see just seeing what happens i'll i'll understand just as much as i will being at a live show because i don't have any commentary for those so anyway go check it out um it's it's definitely worth it if especially if you want to check out some other new japan stuff um if you do sign up for it um right now is is a pretty good time to do it uh if you're thinking of signing up for it like right before the end of the month wait until the first of the next month because it isn't uh subscriptions renew on the first of the month regardless of when you signed up um so if you signed up on the 28th you'd get charged 999 yen three days later another 999 yen three days later so wait until the first if you're really close to there but if you're in the first half of the month um it's worth signing up so that you can uh watch stuff for the rest of the month anyway um that is it i'll be back with the regular semi-regular schedule of uh having an episode for monday um I will be seeing a couple of movies before then. Um, tonight I'm planning on seeing um, uh, Sicario 2. And tomorrow night I'll be seeing Ant-Man and the Wasp. So uh, I'll talk about both of those in addition to um, tomorrow's Monday Night Raw. So stay tuned for that. Let me know what you thought about everything this past week especially the G1 special by tweeting me at TIW podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode and anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends, subscribe in iTunes, write a review in iTunes and support the show even more at patreon.com slash today. I watched. Oh yeah, that's right. 
I almost forgot. Brock Lesnar is coming after the UFC champion DC. Um, is it's, he he was there at UFC last night, um, and uh, <laughs> what the heck is going on? What what's going to happen with all this? How does this relate to the Universal Championship? Who knows. I'm sure they're going to talk about it like way too much tomorrow night on Raw. All right, that's it. Thanks for watching, listening. Today I watched. Bye.